You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. Free Drake x J. Cole type beat cold 2019. Uh, who's this produced by? It's produced by Dilly Gotti Bumpin'. I've done his beats before. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling good. I just took a shower now, I'm feeling real good. Yeah, I hope y'all yeah, fucking understood what I'm trying to Dilly say. Got it bumping. Hey, Dilly got it bumping. I don't know what's up with him. I don't know that I'm trying to be a living legend. All you other people are just fucking dumb ass brethren. I don't fuck with no heavy men. I just fuck with. The fuck does heavy men mean? I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit under the influence, bitch. You don't know what I'm trying to say, bitch. You know I got the clout. All you people know what the fuck I'm about Yeah, you know I'm trying to focus on this real shit All these people only know what the deal is Yeah, I'm feeling real quiet Bitch, stop lying about the other guys that you be seeing I know that you seen them But I'm still gonna persevere Bitch, you know I have no fear Yeah, I feel like everything I do is important Yeah, I might take a flight to I don't know Jordan in Africa, I don't know. I just want the winter to come. Psych, not I hate the winter, only like the cold. I'm so sad that I might not go through the summer. Yeah, there's a lot of sacrifices being made. Yeah, you know that that shit's great. Yeah, I just one day wanna shine. Yeah, I hope nobody takes my time. But you know I gotta motherfucking take my time so I can fucking dominate Bitch, I nominate somebody to be as good as me Ain't nobody can tell me what I'm trying to be Yeah, all these bitches extra Yeah, you know what the fuck is it messed up Yeah, that shit is messed up I'm trying to prove I need some improvement My battery is ruthless What the fuck did that mean? I'm just reading freestyle words of the screen Yeah, you know my shit is icy Ice, I'm not trying to go to ice Cause I'm, you know, Hispanic And you know they be taking motherfuckers out Taking motherfuckers out Yeah, you know what the fuck this is about Okay Listen I actually like Cause this instrumental has like freestyle words That actually works pretty Pretty good I actually like that a lot Because, you know, it helps guide the instrumental It's just not dumb bullshit And I feel like it made the instrument the, The freestyle way better Am I getting better at freestyling? Somebody please tell me because I truly feel like I am. But, you know, I can't be the one to say it. I need somebody else to compliment me because I, if I say it about me, then it seems a little, you know, a little douchebaggery, a little douchey. You know what I mean? It sounds a little uh, uh, condescending. It sounds a little, you know, what's the opposite of humble? Uh, full of yourself? I don't fucking know. I'm a little out of it right now, but we're still going to go through it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Empty Opinions Podcast. Normally, the Empty Opinions Podcast is me talking to somebody else, but because of this coronavirus shit, I have to talk to myself, which I do a lot. Uh, so it's just going to be pop culture topics, you know what I mean, for the rest of this coronavirus thing until I can actually have guests. I mean, I'm contemplating having just online guests, you know what I mean, like having them over instagram live or zoom i don't know what the fuck i would figure out but i would figure out something so yeah i don't know what it is that i'm gonna do but you know i'm still gonna think about it i need some time to think about it but for now i want to get to some housekeeping make sure you follow me on twitter instagram and letterbox letterbox is like a social media for movie fans if you have that make sure you follow me on all those three platforms at Ladio talks that's the name that's unifying everything i'm finally becoming brand conscious 
You know what I mean? I'm trying to build a brand here. Also, you know, follow podcasts Twitter and Instagram at Empty Opinion Pod. I'm also trying to figure out what the fuck to do with those platforms besides just posting the episodes and shit. You know, what to do with the clips because I post a lot of clips, but it just seems to be going nowhere. I don't know if that's the most effective way to get my fucking podcast out there. But again, I have to figure that out. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast's YouTube channel, Empty Opinions Podcast. You can search that on YouTube and it'll pop up. Make sure you subscribe to that. I'm trying to get a thousand uh, subscribers by the end of the year. So I would really appreciate it if you guys can get me there. Anybody who's listening or watching this. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, which not a lot of people do, barely anybody, maybe nobody does. But if you're maybe the one person that does, please rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. That helps it become, you know, higher on the list of podcasts on Apple. So I would really appreciate that. And if you enjoy any of the any of the songs that we play on the AUX, which is a segment that's probably going to be going away soon, unfortunately. So for now, take advantage of it for now and subscribe to the uh, or follow the podcast's official playlist, the AUX. That's where we put all the songs that we play at the end of each episode on the AUX segment. There you can catch that. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's everything for housekeeping. I kind of rendered through that pretty fast. I think I'm becoming a little bit of a pro at this. You know what I mean? I'm feeling real tired. I think I'm going to need to get like a water bottle or something. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to cut this part out uh, of me getting water and all that shit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, let me go get a water bottle. I'm back. It'll be funny if I don't even cut that out. <laughs> if I just leave that. <laughs> if I really don't cut that out, that'll be hilarious. But, yeah, that sip of water really got me energized. So, um, yeah, let's talk about uh, Mayweather's daughter. And NBA Youngboy, this situation has been kind of fucking wild, especially with the current updates that have happened to it. But let's talk about it from the beginning, right? So I guess, you know, Mayweather's daughter has been involved with NBA Youngboy romantically. Um, but so have a lot of other women because apparently he gets a lot of pussy. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm really out of it. But hey, we got to keep going. So, yeah, you know, NBA Youngboy and Mayweather's daughter, Yaya, I think is her name. So, I guess they've been romantically, you know, together. And she's not, Yaya is not the only girl that's been involved with NBA Youngboy. I guess she has a lot of women that are after him. They're kind of obsessed with him. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of women are obsessed with him now that I'm thinking about it. Because I remember a while back when it was first discovered that uh, he has herpes. You know, people are kind of shocked, but there's still women, like, as evidenced by this, that are still really, like, obsessed with NBA Youngboy. I don't know what the fuck it is. I might have to have him on the podcast so he can explain. But, yeah, I mean, just women are kind of entranced with NBA Youngboy. So much so. I mean, this story is kind of, like, the perfect example of this. So, apparently, you know, there was this girl... I don't know what the fuck the girls... And I don't care to find it out, honestly. You know what I mean? I just think the situation is interesting in, in and of itself. In and, on, in and of itself. I finally got that right. I never knew how to spell that shit. Now I know. But I always find... I just find this in the situation interesting. But I do not feel really like... Deep diving and breaking down and finding out every detail there is to know about this. All I know is that... Mayweather's daughter... Saw NBA Youngboy with another girl. She argued with that girl. NBA Youngboy, I guess that girl fought 
that Yaya fought the girl that NBA Youngboy was with. You know what I mean? She lost the fight. And then she left and came back with a fucking knife and stabbed that girl. Damn near killing the girl. The girl's now in like critical condition. And so you hear this, right? Right? Because it's like, I don't know. The way that I see it, because I've definitely heard cases of like Hispanic women or just other women stabbing certain people, maybe guys or just people in general. But I've never heard a story this big. Or with people as famous as they are. Because NBA Youngboy is one of the hottest rappers right now. Undeniably. I mean the YouTube numbers just speak for themselves. But also you know. Floyd Mayweather's daughter. is a You know people know Floyd Mayweather. He's one of the biggest boxers of all time. So his daughter. Is romantically involved with NBA Youngboy. So much so. She's so in love with NBA Youngboy. That she stabs. The girl that he was with. And she stabs a girl. Do you know what? It's, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know what it is. This just speaks to some sort of obsession that women have over NBA Youngboy. I mean, you know, there has to be something. I don't know what it is. You know, I don't want to say it, but it might be his, let me, let me, let me whisper. It might be his dick. I mean, it might be something. I don't fucking know. But these women are going crazy after Mayweather catching herpes, fucking stabbing each other. I mean, and now I just saw the update that, like, Mayweather's daughter is, like, facing 99 years in prison. Because, obviously, it is attempted murder. I mean, what the fuck, man? And she's only, like, 17, 18? These are all young kids. It's fucking wild what's happening in that scene. And then and then what's even more iconic up to this point, besides the headline, it's just apparently NBA Youngboy did a, a live, an Instagram live, where he was responding he was responding to what Kodak Black for some somehow Kodak Black got involved in this too and was like, Oh yeah, she uh, uh NBA Youngboy snitched on Yaya and that's why she's gonna get all those years, right? So Kodak Black said that and then NBA Youngboy responded to him calling him like a bitch ass N word, right? And then, and then <laughs> the funniest thing about the live is that so he he goes into a room and wakes somebody up and turns out it's the fucking girl that just stabbed the other girl. He's in the same house, presumably slept together as Yaya. So Yaya and NBA Youngboy somehow were in the same fucking room like a day or two days after her fucking almost killing somebody. I mean, what the fuck? Is this like some kind of fucking thriller? Like, that's fucking ridiculous. And what's even crazier is that NBA Youngboy was kind of, it was like calling, uh, <laughs> was calling Floyd Mayweather a bitch on IG Live. I mean, this is, this whole situation, it, you can find the humor in it, but let's get serious for a moment. There's one thing that I, I want to talk about with this that I'm seeing a lot of online discourse about. But also, I want to talk about, um, the fact that let's not ignore that this young girl who's 17 damn near killed somebody, stabbed them, not even like shooting to the head. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like stabbing is one of those things. It's like you just bleed out to death. That that has to be one of the worst goddamn deaths you could ever suffer. So this girl felt so inclined. She felt so jealous, so prideful that somebody was with her man, presumably, that she went ahead and just. Stabbed this girl, damn near killing her. I mean, 
you know, as as fucking crazy as as this situation is, and I laugh and I laugh a lot of, at a lot of crazy shit. Let's not ignore how fucking serious that is. But now let's get into more of a psychological subject that came up when people were talking about this on Twitter. They were kind of saying that Floyd Mayweather failed the daughter. You know what I mean? Like that Floyd Mayweather didn't teach her right and didn't guide her. You know. And I guess seeing that from that perspective, I can understand that. I do understand, you know, at the end of the day, where was he? Where was Floyd Mayweather in all of this, right? Like, he's the dad. He should be aware of what the fuck is going on, right? And he should be, like, a guiding, you know, he should be able to, he should provide guidance as a parent. So I understand that he may have failed her that way, but we can, and that's why things are great, because you can you can't remove the accountability that this young lady has over damn near killing somebody over a guy. You know what I mean? And I think that might have to do with, I mean, that might connect directly with daddy issues because obviously Floyd Mayweather wasn't the best dad if she's doing this. There might be some sort of like real needy thing with Yaya that, you know, that's why she went so extreme when she found somebody else was with her, with NBA Youngboy, and she's just really attached to him because her daddy wasn't in her life. Now I'm psychoanalyzing Yaya. You know what I mean? It is what it is, but it's just like, it's just interesting. You know what I mean? So I think, and so, yeah, what I was trying to say is just like, you know, there is some accountability from the both sides, right? Like she was 17 or 18. That's, you know, young adult, but that's still an adult technically, right? You're not like 13. You know what I mean? And even if you are 13, you still get accountability. You get people who can say, no, you're young, but you're not. It's like, regardless of your age, right? If you're like after a certain age, like, and I would say a certain age is like 17, 16, 17, 18, you should know that, you know, stabbing somebody could get you 99 years in prison. I feel like that just should be a common knowledge between people. And that should be something that you, you understand or should know before attempting to fucking kill somebody. You know what I mean? This isn't high school. This is not only are you dealing with not only are you the daughter of the most popular boxer, one of the most popular boxers of all time, but you're also dealing with one of the most popular uh, hip hop artists right now. You know what I mean? This is a very high profile case. This is not just two random women fighting in Kensington. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just a fucking crazy situation. That's all. I mean, that's kind of all I wanted to talk about with that. It's just it's sad. It's crazy. It's fucking wild. It's a lot of different things, but you know. I hope you, oh, I don't know, man. I, I was going to say, I hope she doesn't get the 99 years, but it's just like, I mean, cause she's so young. So it'll be so depressing. I could see it being down. You know what I mean? I could see them bringing down the sentence, but still, you know, this is just a fucking why I hope the person that was stabbed is fine. Cause I feel like that's a real victim of all this. You know what I mean? I feel like the person who almost died might be the actual victim. So I hope she gets well, whoever that is. All right, that's that with that. I didn't realize I could talk so much about that, but I guess I can. I want to take a little bit of water after every segment just because, you know, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very thirsty or my mouth is very dry for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe that's why I don't have a lot of people actually listen to the podcast because <laughs> I'm drinking fucking water halfway through it, like without no regard for anybody listening. I'm sorry to anybody who's listening. I really appreciate you. All right, let's talk about, you know, something much more. Much less serious, way less serious. I mean, way less serious than somebody getting fucking stabbed to damn near death. But um, there was this new challenge that came out, right? It was just like, um, it's a fun TikTok challenge. Man, I kind of want to talk about TikTok in a way. 
I'll save that for like a personal video or something. But so there's a new challenge in TikTok where there's like where women go out, get naked, butt ass naked while their boyfriends or husbands or whoever their partners are playing video games and kind of baiting the guy to stop the video game and go fuck them, presumably. You know what I mean? And I mean, it's a fun, it's a fun um, challenge, I guess. I mean, it was cute to see the certain guys that were like kind of thirsting over the girl, over their significant others. It's always great, something great to see. But something interesting that I saw that was a video. There was one challenge, one person doing the challenge that I guess uh, the things didn't go as planned because the guy, the girl, jumped out of the uh, the shower, right? Uh, the girl jumped out of the shower and went to the guy who was playing PlayStation or whatever he was playing. And then she took <laughs> her towel off. She was like, hey, babe. And he was just like, nah. He was playing and he was damn near. He wasn't even faced. He was just, all he said was like, nah, nah, you had all day to do that shit. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm playing video games right now. Why you did that the whole time, right? <laughs> and funny in the way, and, you know, she throws the towel. He just seems so annoyed. And it was kind of funny, but. There was somebody on Twitter who said, "This is the this is the most believable and probably the the relationship is gonna last the longest, and not these other couples that are posting them have fucking you know them stopping their game and fucking after they see their women like butt naked." And I mean, I would agree with that you know assessment because you know. I feel like, you know, I mean, this is something I've always been mad at. And I guess this leads directly to that. I don't know how many times I've talked about this, but I mean, the way relationships in social media are portrayed are just fucking ridiculous. It's just something that is going to, it's completely unattainable because it's surface. You know what I mean? It's complete surface. Life is not like that. They're not showing the, what the fuck is behind what the fuck they're showing. So it's like people get obsessed with like people show like relationship goals and this and that. Right. And that's why that video, somebody tweeted that that video of the guy kind of refusing the girl is not only believable and real and will probably in that video as proof will show that that's probably the, going to be the longest lasting relationship. But, um, it also shows that, you know, it also shows in social media that relationships aren't fucking rainbows, aren't fucking rope rose petals on your fucking bed every time you get home. You know what I mean? Like chocolates every day. It's not like that. You know what I mean? There's going to be certain ups and downs. There's going to be good times. There's going to be bad times. But I feel like people in social media, in social media world, that people have this infatuation for finding true love. I want true love. I want true love. But here's the thing. You're not going to see true love in social media. That's the first fucking thing. Never, because true love is not surface. True love is actually loving somebody despite all the fucking bad shit that they have, all the baggage, all the bad things that come with them, all the things that you hate about them. Dealing with that in a fucking healthy way, that's true love because, you know, that's what's, that, that's fucking battle proof tested. But what the fuck is the term battle tested? Whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that, you know, True love is like people should not be desiring what they see in social media because it's a fucking lie. You know what I mean? It looks good. You know, I would love for my to be fucking grinding on my girl in social media all day long. Her, uh, me giving her gifts, she doing this and that. But it's just not gonna happen. It's just not real. It's not realistic. And people look to that and are never happy. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I see in social media on Instagram and Twitter just, you know 
fucking looking for love and like being disappointed. It's like, oh man, I wish I had this. I wish I had that. Like people are truly obsessed with finding the perfect partner. And that's why you're not going to fucking have the perfect partner because you're looking for something that doesn't fucking exist. You know what I mean? And then you see people on social media saying, oh, if, if this is that, this is why I'm never going to stop looking for this kind of relationship. Well, you're going to fucking die so by yourself. You're going to die single. You're going to die lonely because that's not real. That's not actually happening. You know what I mean? Like the things that you see in social media, that does not mean they're doing that in real life. It doesn't, you don't know anything about these couples that you say that you really want. You don't know, you, you know what I mean? You don't know anything about the guy that you see who's like, if guys like that exist, I'm never settling for less. Well, you're going to fucking die lonely. You're going to die in a lonely coffin. You're not going to have a fucking husband. You're not going to have kids. <laughs> Maybe you will have kids. I don't fucking know. But, you know, I'm just mad because just like shit like that is just annoying because. I don't, I don't think people understand that. And I think people should. And it makes me sad when I see a lot of people on social media just say, I'm never settling for less because this exists. And instead of pointing to an actual real relationship, they post at the fucking viral tweet of the guy doing something nice for his girl. It's like, really? That's what you're looking for? Don't look for that. How about you create a real you create a realistic, like create your boundaries, have your boundaries, know what you want, know what you don't want. And then, you know, fucking try to get what's as, the closest to it as possible, because you're not going to get a hundred percent of what you want. And that's another topic that I'll get into another someday. I don't fucking know when about women kind of wanting everything being really fucking like, you know, wanting to have their cake and eat it too. And not get fat. Like they want all of that. What's the phrase? Have their cake and eat it too and not get fat? That's one I just created. That's what women want, but that's a whole other topic. But yeah, I mean, this thing, this challenge of walking in naked is kind of what led me to this whole rant about, you know, love and social media. Because love and social media, it's complete bullshit. You know what I mean? You can't trust it. Just like you can't trust wealth in social media, success in social media, friendships in social media. Nothing in social media you can actually look to and try to accomplish because it's not real. That's its own world. Social media is its own world, its own parallel universe that is, you know, uh, what the fuck is parallel to ours? You know what I mean? But it's not our universe. Something completely different is a made-up world with made-up rules. And that's not what you're actually going to get for if you look for love in a made-up world. It's not going to be the same as love in the real world. It's just what it is. Oof, man, that was a fucking rant right there. I didn't, I didn't realize how... I wonder for how long did I... <laughs> that went off in that. I mean, I've only talked about two topics and it's damn near... It's been like 24 minutes. It's kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, now let me drink some water because my throat is definitely dry now. All right, moving on to something else. Something more in the entertainment realm and something that I can probably talk about because I like watching movies and TV shows and all that. There's a new streaming service called Quibi that came out that has been in the works for like damn near a year and has been advertised for a long time and I've known about it for a long time. I don't think the masses really know what it is, but Quibi is a social media platform. No, not a social media. It's a streaming service, a new streaming service that the catch is that everything you watch on there is 10 minutes. So meaning like it could be a movie or a TV show, but it's always going to be split up into 10 minutes. And you have the capability of either watching it horizontal or vertical. And it's a phone only streaming service, right? 
So it's for people who always use their phones and for people who are always on social media like Instagram or Twitter and all that or YouTube, right? And you're watching it on your phone um, and you have this is cool feature where you can either switch it vertical or horizontal, however you want to watch it. You know what I mean? And all the shows and movies are optimized, but it's the catch is that it's everything is split up into 10 minutes. So a movie, every day you get a new 10 minutes, new 10 minutes. So I guess a movie can last till like nine days or something like that. But all the content that you watch is split up into 10 to 12 minutes around there. Uh, and the reason I want to talk about this is because people are fucking hating on this streaming service. And I understand if you're a fucking purist, if you're like, you shouldn't watch your phone. If you're a David Fincher fan or no, not David Fincher, David, David Lynch. If you're a David Lynch fan, you're like, no, nobody should ever watch a movie on their phone. Nobody should ever watch this or that or this or that on their phones. Never. Don't ever do that. You need to watch movies and TV shows on a big fucking screen. You need to have a big ass fucking flat screen, 55 inches, 78 inches. You know what I mean? You need to treat it fucking ceremoniously. And guess what? I agree. I I actually agree because I actually tried Quibi, but I just, you know, couldn't get into it because it's hard for me to watch any shows or movies on my phone. Like it's something I've never been comfortable using. I don't know if it's my, my OCD, but I have to like set up time either in my TV or my laptop to watch any show or movie. Right. So I can watch it the whole through. And there's nothing interrupting it. And just watching it in a little phone is just not appealing to me. But it's kind of crazy how people are bashing this idea of Quibi as if most people are in their fucking phones. I mean, I bet you the majority of the use of YouTube, the majority of people who watch YouTube is on their phones. So people are watching shit on their phones all day long. It could be Instagram. It can be Twitter. I mean, people use their phones nine, the fucking 24 seven. 365 people are always on their phones. So how is it that people think it's such a crazy idea that there might be a streaming service that's just phone only when people can even drop their fucking phones. People are obsessed with their phones. They're they're addicted to their phones, but people think it's, this is like a fucking bust or a horrible idea. It's like, do you not know people? Do you not know that people are fucking always obsessed with their phones. Like, uh, again, I don't like it. You know what I mean? I tried giving it a try. There wasn't really any content in there that I really liked, but it's just like, it's people are ridiculous to think that this is a horrible idea. Like people aren't on their phones 24 seven. This is a great idea that, I mean, maybe it wasn't marketed right. I don't think it was marketed to the right people. You know what I mean? Like I know it was being marketed to Reddit. I mean, that's the least, that's the worst place to market it to. You need to market, market it to the fucking masses. You know what I mean? Like to the people who are on their phones and don't mind watching fucking full seasons of shows on their phone. You know what I mean? That's who you should be marketing into. You know, you should be marketing to people who watch IGTV. You know what I mean? Cause it's the same thing. Now, another negative of it, which I agree with people is the fact that it is paid. Although you get a free 90 day trial. I guess, you know, they're giving a 90 day trial because they know this is kind of a hard idea to sell, but it's like, um, after that they're charging like $5 with ads and like $9 without ads or something weird like that. So there, the fact that it's like going to be, this is going to cost as much as like Disney plus that's the problem because the value is just not there between the two. I know there's a lot more content coming to Quibi, but it's just like. You know, it's just weird because I don't know, because people, I don't, I don't understand the fucking mob thinking of, oh no, Quibi is a horrible idea. Are you, do you know people? 
Do you know IGTV is a thing? Instagram tried to launch a video, a fucking video platform service, whatever the fuck, however the fuck you say, like a their own competitor to YouTube. Instagram tried to launch their own competitor to YouTube, where all the videos were at first vertical. Or wait, am I, am I thinking right? Vertical, yeah, vertical. You know what I mean? So it's like we live in a world where people don't give a fuck where they watch this shit. People will watch it, whatever screen they have. And most of the people only have their fucking phones. So they're going to watch that movie and that show and whatever on their phones. You know what I mean? I understand. Do you think it's sacred? How can you, they do that? You need to watch it as big a screen as possible. The fucking movie going experience, the TV experience, all that shit, the drama, the prestige, none of that shit is going to stay here for long. And people need to embrace that because it's not the case. It's, it's kind of crazy that people don't realize that people are willing to do that. Again, I don't think it was marketed the best. And the fact that you have to pay as much as Disney plus for it is not a good idea, but the idea of itself of a streaming service only for phone users, only strictly for a phone. And then you can watch either vertically or horizontally. It's not a bad idea. And I don't give a fuck what anybody tells me. All right. Another rant. This, this podcast should just be called the Ladio's rants. Ladio rants. That's what, that's what it should be. This is a big one. I mean, this is a fucking big thing that happened last week. And, um, I'll talk about it now. I mean, Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race. He's no longer where he, he says he's suspending his campaign. So right now he says he's going to focus on, you know, you know, supporting Joe Biden for the democratic, uh, party. Yeah, I mean, this was a fucking, I mean, the the people, people were so shocked at this. I mean, I couldn't believe how shocked people were because it's like, well, I, I was shocked that people were shocked because this has been the writing on the wall for a long time. You know what I mean? I mean, they fucked, the Democratic Party has fucked Bernie Sanders over now twice, probably way more besides the presidential campaigns that he's run for. So it's like. With Joe Biden as fucking inept as he is and how he's just seen now, they're still pushing him very heavily to be the fucking Democratic candidate for the presidency. I mean, and they're getting everybody to support him. I mean, Andrew Yang, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, like every fucking body that was running for the presidency was supporting Joe Biden. So what the fuck was Bernie going to do? He wasn't going to do anything. He was pretty much done. So like, I wasn't shocked that he dropped out. I mean, people were like really saddened by it. And now people are stuck in a rock in a hard place. And not even that much because I see a lot of people even joking. Like I'm fucking voting for Donald Trump and not Joe Biden, which is wild. That's how much people, I mean, with Hillary Clinton, at least people were saying, you know, she was so horrible that people, a lot of people didn't even vote, but a lot of the narrative was vote for Hillary Clinton. So Donald Trump doesn't become the president, right? That was the, that was the, the, the narrative. And a lot of people were like following that. It was like, Oh, I'm going to vote for this person to not get that person elected. Right. But Joe Biden is so bad as a candidate that now people are just openly saying, I'm going to vote for Trump. (laughs) Like that's so wild. You know what I mean? Like they're saying before they were saying, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, before they were saying, you know, this candidate is really fucking bad as re- in regards to Hillary Clinton, but they were still saying, but I'm still going to vote for her. So he doesn't get in office. Now people are saying Joe Biden is so fucking bad that I'm gladly going to be voting for Donald Trump. 
You know what I mean? It's like, obviously, you know, Donald Trump might not be handling this pandemic the best. And, you know, it's still far from over. And, I mean, there's so much shit that he's already fucked up. You know, people have the reasons for not liking him. But it's just like, there is a fucking weird change, weird notion with Donald Trump that I feel like people are starting to like Donald Trump. It's so wild. And the fact that Joe Biden is running against Donald Trump is only going to help Trump gain more followers and people who like him. I feel like people are starting to lose their hate that they had for Donald Trump. Like I'm seeing people openly joke around and say, oh, I'm voting for Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump is funny. Or like, look what he did. That shit was really funny. Like, look how he's doing this and look how he's doing that. I mean, I mean, it's kind of, it's wild. It's wild that like, I mean, you know, I can sense it. I can sense the fucking 180 that people are doing in Donald Trump. You know what I mean? As much as people want to hate Donald Trump and as much as people do hate him and as much as he's not qualified, there's so many factors happening right now with Donald Trump and this pandemic and Joe Biden and what the fuck is happening with this race and this candidacy that I'm starting to see people like Donald Trump. It's not even becoming that controversial to say, I'm, you know, Between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, easily Donald Trump. It's, it, I mean, it's insane that that's where we're at right. <laughs> that's where we're at right now with politics in general. I mean, remember when Donald Trump was running? No, remember when Donald Trump won the fucking presidency? I mean, people were, were depressed. It was so weird to see because people were really depressed about it, and it was wild. I mean, I, you know, I remember the day after Donald Trump won in my high school, like the next day, every single class, we were just talking about Donald Trump winning and people being depressed. Like the mood in my school was like, if somebody, if like all of our parents had died, that was the mood of the entire school. And now to tell me that a lot of those same people are getting comfortable with the idea of voting for Trump. It's something crazy that I don't know how the fuck it happened. There's so many factors that go into it. The fact with Donald Trump being as, as charismatic as he is and a lot of like memes of Donald Trump going out during this pandemic, during this pandemic and all the briefs that he's doing and the things that he's joking about. And, you know, Joe Biden, who's smelling women's fucking hairs and doesn't know where he is and is confusing his wife and his sister. It's, I mean, it's insane the 180 that I'm starting to see with Donald Trump. And I don't know how it happened. I just know, you know, it's almost like, you know, I would almost, I would almost not even be shocked if Donald Trump doesn't win just because everybody is saying that he is like literally everybody saying, well, Donald Trump is obviously going to win against Joe Biden. There's no way he's not. So like people, the same way last, um, last campaign in 2018, when people were saying, no, not 2018, 2016, when Donald Trump won and right before he won, everybody was just saying, no, nah, he's not going to win. Obviously he's not going to win. He's definitely not going to win. Like he's not going to win. And then he won. I'm starting to feel like I wouldn't even be shocked or surprised if everybody now is saying that Donald Trump is going to win and that he doesn't. I don't know. It's just one of those things you can never predict. I mean, the silent majority is a real thing. It's, it's a, it's a wild thing, but you know, Bernie Sanders dropping out. I mean, I didn't even really talk about Bernie Sanders dropping out himself. I mean, you know, like I said, it was expected. You know, a lot of people thought he was kind of chickened out. It was pussy for him to do that. But in 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 another way, it was just like, you know, it wasn't going to happen. So, like, sure, you can go down fighting, but you're still going to go down. I'm not mad at him quitting while he's, you know, not beaten up and looking stupid. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not mad about that. 
All right, that was oh, that was yet another episode of the Empty Opinions podcast. That kind of that was kind of good. I mean, I was pretty passionate about all of those topics. I mean, Jesus, that talked for a while there. I didn't, I was not expecting to talk as much as I did, but um, yeah, that's the podcast. I mean, just it's a very simple, uh, it's a very simple structure, just housekeeping and then pop culture. But you know what I mean? It is what it is right now during this Corona shit. That's all. That's the best I could do. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's a podcast. The way we end every episode is with a segment I like to call the Ox, where I play songs that I've been listening to recently. This group I find out is a group rumor. Um, they're a brand new group. Their aesthetics right now is out of the world, is out of this world. The aesthetics that they have and now the music that they have is just really good. They dropped their second ever single called Dealer. Uh, and I want to play that now. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Shit trying to take me, nigga. Remin on the pills, my nigga. They just bitchin' at me go so But you ain't gonna see the mozzo. Packers said pills, my nigga. Can't stop fucking around with him. Papa saying go sip a tag with it. Whole thing got me in my feelings.